Here we go. Good morning, everyone. Brand new edition of Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. I'm Steve Cashel, joined by my usual co-host, Dr. Brian Cole. He is the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, co-team physician with the Chicago White Sox, sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. How are you, Dr. Cole? I'm doing great this morning, Steve. Great to see you. Good. Well, the NBA training camps are underway already, the exhibition season, and uh, kind of an interesting story as we start our show this morning uh, about Paul George. Wow, you remember that he was a third-place finisher in the MVP voting, and uh, wow, played with the Thunder, of course, before that, the Indiana Pacers, but he's had some shoulder injuries, and as it turns yeah. out, he had shoulder surgery, repair those issues when no one was paying attention, they said, with the Thunder, and now he's on the Clippers, and I guess he's had bilateral shoulder injury and out until November, meaning uh, surgery on both shoulders? Yeah, I mean, this is notable. Obviously, Paul George is is an amazing player. And to take a guy like this and to have both shoulders involved, and he's had two surgeries, as reported by the media, one in May and one in June, uh, on one, the May one was on the right and the June was on the left, and both with, you know, tough, tough problems. I mean, partial rotator cuff tear, uh, that can be managed, you know, pretty straightforward. Uh, and again, he's not a thrower, so the likelihood of getting back is very, very high. But it's such a tough, you know, especially after tr- coming off a trade, it's in, in all the dynamics of the back and forth with the Clippers. Um, um, I would say this, you know, it's a challenge because getting him uh, ready for the season is tough. But I will say, you know, historically, when I look at our overhead athletes who have shoulder problems versus our basketball player with shoulder problems, we do so much better in basketball than we do, for example, in baseball. You know, if you have a baseball player, a pitcher with a rotator cuff problem, uh, you know, the, the success of getting back may be 50% in some series. Uh, but if you have a basketball player with a rotator cuff problem, success rates are much, much higher. So uh, it's unfortunate uh, uh, for sure because when you're talking about, you know, here we are in the midst of uh, preseason games uh, and camp. Um, my guess is uh, if I had to statistically say, uh, we're going to be starting to ask more. We'll be asked more and more, Steve, to sort of guess on these things too. I bet, uh, just giving the dynamic of what's happening in sports. But I will tell you that I'd have a lot of a reasonably high level of confidence that he's going to do just well or just fine in getting back to sport. How are uh, rotator cuff tears? Are they common in basketball? It's not that common in basketball, and he's a young guy, so um, you know he had a partial tear, which means it was probably just that—a partial tear. And, and the interesting thing is that people can have you know the the, inter- the fascinating thing about the shoulder is that there's so many issues that can cause shoulder pain and partial tears are actually not that uncommon at least picked up by MRI so um, whether or not the partial tear is the only thing responsible for his pain you know might be questionable but uh, that being said uh, treat when we treat a shoulder that doesn't respond to non-surgical treatment and there is a partial tear we want to sort of carpet bomb the whole area if you will we don't want to leave any stone unturned and we fix even partial tears in many instances in this type of athlete I will tell you in baseball players with partial tears, we sometimes just what we call debride them. We just trim them up and clean them up because uh, it's such a challenge in the MLB to get a player back to the same level of play uh, with in, in the, uh, compared to non-MLB or non-throwers. So, uh, but a partial tear or any tear that's being treated in the, in, the major, in, uh, in the NBA is very rare. We're actually about to embark on a research study uh, with the NBA Research Committee looking at the incidents and reporting on it because we have such good data now in the NBA about uh, uh, all injuries, and specifically, we haven't looked uh, very closely at shoulder injuries because they're just not as common as we see in hamstring strains and patella tendonitis and foot and ankle injuries. It's just not as common. 
What about the arthritis? So you ever see that in, we, we always talk about arthritis in knees. And I sure. remember, you know, Jordan and Pippen, but, um, you know, how about in a shoulder for that young an athlete? Yeah, so um, uh, it's rare. And what's, what's fascinating about shoulder arthritis is the following. If I have any given clinic day and I look at the age of my patients who present with shoulder arthritis, it tends to be significantly older than patients who present with knee or hip arthritis. And that's because people who have shoulder arthritis tolerate it exceedingly well. Uh, it's just that I think it has to do with the fact that the shoulder joint is a very mobile joint with lower loads across it compared to the hip or the knee. So give you an example, real life example, you have shoulder arthritis in your right shoulder, right? right? I told you that when, when we operated on you. And, um, and, but I don't think it's causing your problem and you could have had it for 10 years and you could go 30, 40 years, uh, God willing, and it may never be an issue. Do you follow me? So it's just, it's extremely it well tolerated. Mo- mobility though? In is the that advanced stage, you know, when okay. in the, those who come in my office, they, they sometimes come in and they can move their arm out to the side by, t- you know, 10% of what they can do in the other shoulder. I'm like, yeah. how have you lived with this? They're like, well, I just kind of adapted and you ask them why they're here and they said, well, I was doing okay, but I can't get my, I can't put something up in the cupboard or I, I can't do my hair or I have night pain. And once once they get night pain, that's what usually drives. That's what up. I had. Yeah, yeah, right. You would think think about it. that's what was the decision point for you. Golf was, was that, fine. It was the night pain that right, killed me. Right. You got to sleep. Yeah. You know. So. But tell me again. We've t- talked about this months ago. Um, when you went in and did my tenodesis, okay, which was the biceps tendon, is what you cut right yes. next to my armpit, right. and then reattached it to my humerus bone. Right. Um, you did you tell me you, you took out a bone spur, right? Correct. Do you shave off a bone spur? And that's do you, correct. Do you we shave, shave it. off arthritis at all or what not do you really. do you don't you can't shave arthritis off Which, well arthritis can be innocuous and not related to any symptoms at all so doing something for it isn't always required but if there are loose flap arthritis is a loss of cartilage and if you have loose flaps of cartilage or lots and lots of inflammation then what we can do and I do you know did for you is you with a shaver it's a very simple way to sort of kind of mow the lawn you go in yep. and you just trim up the flaps and things like that and if if it's a source of pain that miter could help but it's not it, unfortunately it's a little like peeling paint you know you can have little areas and once you clean up the peeled paint you know a, a, Five weeks later, you get more peeling pain. Don't worry. Yours was not that advanced, okay? We don't have to trade you in yet. Yours was very, very minor. But arthroscopy or using a camera and a shaver to clean out arthritis can be a little less than perfectly gratifying if that's the sole source of symptoms. We do it for you know young people with lots of arthritis as a transitional procedure to stave off shoulder replacement. But many of those patients within two, three years will come back with recurrent symptoms. I and mean, we bought them a little time uh, before they might need a shoulder replacement.